Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppen Fractures. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Copy and Fracas, brought to you by the fantastic people over at Touchline Media Group. I'm your host Chris. This week I'm joined by Peter and Glam. We'll hear from those two fantastic guys in a second, but I'm absolutely delighted to say that the return of the Premier League season means the return of fantastic live events. And if you've not seen it already on Twitter and buzzing all across socials, TLF Live is back baby on September 4th, 2022. Well, of course it's going to be 2022. If it was 2023, that'd be weird. Uh, so we partnered with the fantastic team over at Belushi's, Jim's Lad, in London Bridge to bring you an epic day out from 1.30 to 8pm, featuring watch-alongs on eight fantastic screens, so big, so wide, of West Ham versus Chelsea and United versus Arsenal, the wash derby. It is the crown jewel of a Goldberg versus Undertaker, that game at the moment. It is terrible, but you can't look away because it's just heritage and you simply have to watch it. And of course, after the fact, there will be one of our world-renowned live shows featuring top personalities from across the entire Touchline Media family. Early tickets are available this week for this week only, so act now. And click the link underneath the announcement for this podcast and in the podcast description to secure your ticket at the early bird rate today. Of course, on this part, I'm joined by Peter and Glam, the fantastic Glam, the amazing Peter. Gentlemen, how are you doing as we come off a, um, you know, people have been playing the game down, the glorified friendly, um, the preseason warm-up. 
but silverware is silverware. You can dine off that silverware if you chose to, because it just looked like a massive plate. Um, how are we all feeling? Yeah, mate. I'm. Um, I did. I did. Um, say someone asked you last week. I did say I want to win it. I think on a pod as well. Me and you. I said I, I think it might win. be me. Yeah, <laughs> it was you? To be fair, it was just me and you here. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I wanted to win it just to make just to make a small statement. It's a glorified friendly, but at the same time. It's the first game pretty much of the season every every year and you want to be involved. You want to see a team and mm-hmm. you want to see what it's about. So, and to beat up City, you know, what better way can you do it, man? You know what I mean? With their full strokes team as well. So, yeah, good. Exactly, man. I mean, I think we played that game like what? Twice, like uh, two years in a row. Didn't win it. And it's like, oh, okay, it's a bit, it's yeah. a bit, bit, bit crap. I mean, that Arsenal game, we were pretty diabolical. The one from the year before, it was like, well, okay, fair enough. But yeah, it's it's just a nice little bit of intent, kind of coming back and and winning this one. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. It was it was just one of them games where it's just like you just want to see like the teams up to speed and that no one's rusty and we're all good. But yeah, I'm happy to be on the pod. I know last week Chris, Chris, Chris was calling me out last week. He was talking talking a bit oh, spicy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, spicy on my name, so I had to come up show. You know, it's like they call it the icon versus the icon. You know, we got the the leader of the of the new generation and me. You know, I've been holding it down where Chris has been on I don't know vacation or holiday, and Chris has <laughs> now come back and he's like, hold on a minute, I'm still the big dog. So yeah, we got we got a hey, two one 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 leader of the new generation, leader of the old generation, and button heads and. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Listen, man, there was, a, there was a last man standing match this weekend and there can only be one. Um, but if you, uh, but if, you, if you listen very closely in this pod, you can hear the ratings popping up because two icons and a true OG of the pod are spearheading things this week. Um, and of course, if you want to hear more from us, I can't believe I didn't plug the Patreon earlier. Um the, the, it's, it's the place to be. We've got so much stuff coming over the, over the next few weeks as we obviously preview to the lead up to the campaign, the first few weeks of this season. Three pounds per month, man. I mean, I, I don't know a better deal. You know, inflation going up, cost of living's going up. But the one thing that remains the same and doesn't increase in price is the touch line, uh, not the touch line, uh, the Copper and Fracas Patreon page. So head over to www.patreon.com forward slash Copper and Fracas and subscribe today for some of the best content available on the web. Before we do kick off uh, talking about the Community Shield, uh, we were treated to some to some really nice news today. Um, one of the I'm not going to say unheralded, one of the one of the prime examples of Liverpool's recruitment policy at work is Diogo Jota, and Diogo Jota has now signed a five year contract extension to 2027, committing his long term future to Liverpool. I'm 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 really happy with this because, like I was just saying, just it's a real personification of if you come to Liverpool. Yeah, you, you you know your first contract is not the best, but if you put in the work, you grind, you hit the ground running, and you consistently keep evolving your game, the rewards are absolutely endless. Uh, and Glam, I'm going to start with you. I know you're a big fan of Jota. How are you feeling about the contract extension, and how how much are you looking forward to seeing how more how much more he can evolve his game in these next five years? Yeah, no, um, I'm really looking forward to. It. And to be honest, the news threw me off because. Like you said, it wasn't one that's obviously his deal was running out. He only came, what, two seasons ago. Um, but yeah, it's testament, obviously, to how well he's done. That's what it is, exactly what it is, what you said. Is, like, you get a contract. Had he not been doing so well, that contract would have never have come. He would have still been on his current pay. But it is, as you said, the club reward you for when you make outstanding contributions to the team. And that's what he's done. He's come in, 
hit the ground running, which most of the signings do, to be fair. Um, you know, he, he scored important goals in big games. He's been um, an option from the left to the right to the centre. And I just think he's everything that, you know what I mean, Liverpool want to build. And he has surprised a few. Um, I'll say probably me included, how really good he is. Um, you know, obviously he's got, he's got other aspects he can work on. He's only 23, 24, still young, full international. Do you know what I mean? Best Portuguese player out there, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so, not going to disagree with that. Um, so, yeah, no, nah, man, it's, it's, it's exciting news, man. When you think of players that we've got available now, we've got Jota signed up. Your future's bright, man. Future is bright, mate. I mean, look at the GA, um, the combined GA just from his two seasons. And, you, you know, you have to factor in that there has to be some injuries kind of in there as well. Yeah. Um, 24 goals, four assists, um, all of them uh, kind of non-penalty goals as well. It's 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 an incredible rate, and it's you know if you look at the per ninety, it's, you know it's a goal or assist every you know 0.7. Mm. So mm-hmm. it's it is incredibly impressive, kind of the way he's you know settled in. And I remember, I mean, I think we all we all saw that like that one weird Wolves tweet where it's like, I can't believe we've got like forty million quid for Jota for an absolute steal. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and and that has come back to bite them in the ass because you know Diogo Jota is one player that could absolutely kind of propel Wolves to that next level, which is which is oh, really okay. interesting. Definitely, and I think, and I think with him as well, um, as you say, his goal, his, his GA, um, he's come off the bench and scored. Like I remember the Arsenal game; he affected it mm. differently as well. But yeah, he's, he's, he's a great person to have. I just one not criticism, but yeah, if we can keep him um, injury free, because obviously the challenges on him they do become ferocious. I don't think he's quite built um, in a way. Obviously, you know, like Amani or Salah are. If we can get that from him, then yeah, I'm I'm happy because I think when Jota's in a squad, he gives a different dimension, different option. And let's not forget, he's good in the air. He is good in the air, man. Yeah, he's lethal in the air, man. You know what I mean? So yeah, nah, man, all happy all around, mate. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Cam. And I, I see why you said unher- like unheralded, um, Chris, because I think it's a funny one with Jota because. Um, like when he first came, everyone and like Kelsey had the impact, or she scored against Arsenal, scored against a couple of teams, and everyone was like, Oh my god, look at Joe, look at this impact, he's this fantastic new player. And he was like the new shiny toy that we had. And then when like Diaz came along, we shoved um Joe to the side, and it was like, Oh no, Joe's not that good, it's Diaz now, it's Diaz, Diaz is the player, <laughs> and we got a new shiny toy in Nunes as well. And it's like, But when Joe first, first came, everyone loved him, everyone thought he was the guy. and this new contract is like just a new signal to that. We want to build around him, and we obviously see him as our one of our like future front threes, um, future attackers on our front three. And yeah, it's just just again another like signal to how well he's done in this team, the impact that he's had. And like the thing I love about Jota is that he's just a certified shooter, like certified shooter, left foot, right foot, header. You know what I'm saying? Back of the net doesn't matter. If he's scruffy, doesn't matter. He wants to score goals, and he's hungry to score goals. You know what I'm saying? And you can never have enough of those type of people in your team. I mean, last year, like and he, like you said, he was injured for a part of it. He was probably, I would say, the last half of the season. I don't think he was really fit for most of it, especially from like... Yeah, you, you, you could really tell he tried to rush back for the old Carabao Cup final where he yeah. had a really good kind of integral role kind of firing us to that. Um, and I think that really kind of just derailed his last part of the campaign. Um, to be fair, no, man, we, we played him right yeah. wing. We played him right wing against, um, I think, like... A couple of teams, you play him like left wing, playing right front. We was literally playing him all over the place. He didn't have like one set position. And <laughs> yeah, we I say all this to 
to say that the only people that outscored him from other teams were Ronaldo, Son, Kane. Only those mm-hmm. three players. And the whole of the Premier League outscored Jota last season. I think he got like 15 goals. And he wasn't starting every single game, was he? He wasn't. So, again, it just shows the potential that he has and someone that we should really um, celebrate and that we have in our team and we shouldn't really take it for granted because a lot of people, goals is not common. You know what I'm saying? Goals doesn't grow on trees and we have a certified shooter here. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely happy for Jota to have a new contract. And, yeah, let, let him get rewarded. And I was just going to ask, what, what do you guys think he's... Wages I've gone to, so probably I would say probably from like eighty to like one twenty, one thirty, or something like that. That is an interesting one, you know. Because I don't like think like one forty or eighty to like one thirty. Just um, from what I would think, Liverpool will probably give him. No, I think more than like one fifty, probably. Yeah, I'll, I'll, like I'll, I'll say yeah, I'll say about maybe one yeah one forty. I wouldn't begrudge if they gave him one fifty, but probably yeah one forty with bonus. Yeah. yeah, I would say yeah. that. Because a five-year contract, and obviously you've got to think of him in the day, how good he's been, how good he can be. I don't think his team would have been, okay, you're on 80 now, we'll take 120. Like, Because it's a long contract, isn't it? He doesn't have to sign yeah. it. But I think mm. it's beneficial for him where both parties win. So, yeah, I'll probably say about 140, 150. Mm. I think it helps as well. Obviously, Liverpool have got a really good kind of working relationship with uh, Jorge Mendes too. So, it kind yeah. of you know, uh, you know, represents a fair few players at the club. Uh, Fabinho being one of them. So that definitely mm. kind of helps helps things out to a degree. But yeah, I think 140, 150, like yeah. you said, Glam, for the duration of that contract, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and it does, all, it does. We... Especially if we've got other players. No no digs. Obviously, my guy Ox on 120. Milner's <laughs> on, on, on a decent one as well. So you... Yeah, man, he took a pay cut, as, you know. As, took a pay cut. Yeah, it's like growing the as, beard, you know. He couldn't as, afford as, shaving gel. <laughs> as um, as work colleagues, if we're, we're seeing that and we're like, we're potential and you see someone else is not as gifted or skilled as you and you're think you're, you're gonna look the eye and say well they're getting that so we wouldn't insult him by that mm-hmm. so yeah 150 would probably be the right amount yeah, it's interesting too because i think did what what did darwin come in on because it's not massive i think, wages. I think 90 as well 90 yeah, or 100, 100, i think yeah that's interesting it is because there's more transfer fee not the wages i remember the wages not being too hefty but that's yeah that's true at liverpool because most other clubs, like you know, they the Sancho of the world, they sign for a fee, but then they get like two fifty, three hundred, and those like Werner went for what two twenty. He's now probably on his way back to RB Leipzig again. Ridiculous. Like, we, 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 that's we the thing as well. That. That's that's the massive. Uh, I think. I mean, we're not we're not adverse to complaining when Liverpool don't make a specific specific move. I got there in the end, um, just because we want. <laughs> We want the team to do well. We want to consistently keep winning stuff. We want to be consistently yeah. challenging for stuff on all fronts uh, before people kind of, you know, get in the mentions saying, ah, oh, you're not proper fans and all that shit. Well, to, to be honest with you, you can go fuck yourself uh, if you don't want to listen to us talk about stuff. Um, but when you see those wages kind of getting bandied about, the Werner one is absolutely criminal, man, because he's on yeah. like 260, 270 yeah. a week, and yeah. now you can't shift him at all? Yeah. This is it. This is it, mate. And this is why we're like, ah. Oh. They chose that club over Liverpool. No, it's not that. Like, it's the wages, what they're going to offer. We were never going to be paying. We'll be paying that for a backup. We wouldn't be doing that. We don't do that business like that. And that's what I love about us. We stick to our guns and, and how we conduct ourselves in negotiations. Yeah, the fees may be high, but we give wages that are realistic and within our structure that don't upset the harmony in the squad. I love it. And it's also, it's like, okay, let's say you give this, like, let's say you buy a Central, you buy a Harland, and you give them 250. Like, what's the motivation to, like, be exactly. getting 
what's the motivation to like be the best? Because they're already on that wage, you know what I'm saying? So the next wage that so Harlem's come in at Man City, and I don't know, maybe he's getting like 250 or 300 k Like, what's his next contract? 350, bloody hell. Anyway, but what's what's Harlem's next contract gonna be? 500, 400, you know what I'm saying? Is it hasn't he got that weird clause in where he can go basically kind of just go to Real Madrid if he wants to? It's like a similar thing. I think he's got a release wow. clause. A, a release clause comes inactive, I think, next year or something like that, or two years' time. He's got a release mm. clause going to City. No, 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 he's got a release clause in his contract. Like, not to a specific team, but he's just got an, a release clause in his contract that comes um, no, inactive. Like he's got a release clause at City. No. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that, that's why I was so confused the day wow. agreed to that, when that came out. And it's like, you want to kind of keep consistently... I know, obviously, they want to keep consistently building the City brand and, uh, you know, yeah. kind of get that global appeal, but... I mean, it seems a bit of a gamble. You know uh, what I mean? For City's part, where they always—I mean, I mean—we're seeing it at the moment of like, they—they—they they, they are that that fifty cent meme, more, even more than us. You know, the the kind of you know the, the pulling up in the smart car, you know, the underfitted suit, thinking, oh, we haven't got this money, but bro, we know you've got like a shit ton of money in the bank. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're so kind of like risk averse and stuff like that. I, it just—it it really surprised me. I mean, I think maybe they might think it from a point of angle that if he's like obviously doing so well, whatever. He might not want to leave, and like he might be happy in the club. And if he does want to leave, then then you know what I'm saying. Then see you later. But I don't know. Obviously, it's definitely a risk. But yeah, just to go back on the, obviously the job point, it's just nice that, like you said, that we are able to kind of reward players for their good, um, yeah, their good form at the club. And like he's like a product of like okay, if you so like let's say if Fabio Cavallo now or Harvey Elliott, if you do as well as like Salah now or you do as well as Jota, you will get a new contract and you will be rewarded. Whereas yeah. in the past, it wasn't that so. It was like, yeah, you, you might do well, but we can't have enough to pay you. You might have to sell you to Barcelona or Real Madrid. You know what I'm saying? So, but these young boys now, they're at the club. They know that they can get paid uh, as among the best players in the world if they perform to that level. It's the big thing. The big thing for me about Jossa as well is that positional versatility. So, I mean, even now, I probably couldn't tell you where. I mean, I think we have this conversation a fair bit. I couldn't tell you yeah. where his best position long term is. And obviously, it's interesting with the introduction, obviously, Nunes now, where he can play on the left in certain aspects. But I, I'm really interested to see those two. And, and I, it's, that's why it's a real shame that he's been injured for um, pretty much all this preseason. I'm really interested to see how they kind of link up on the pitch, how they can kind hey, of you sure? change over in these positions. You want I to mean, see link up? If it means 30% pass completion before goals, I'm with it, you know. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know, you know. The ball might not even get to each other. I don't like. I think you want to pair them with a Diaz or Firmino. It's not that scrappy, mate. It's not that scrappy. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm, I'm not that kind of a technical snob. I'm just playing. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be interesting to see where, he, where he's, you know, kind of like he's, he's, where he ends up long term uh, with that, with that, with that versatility. And like you said, I mean, aerially, he's absolutely ridiculous as well. Um, kind of, kind of got pretty much nearly every goal in his locker and. And yeah, man, kind of feels like a bit of a not a fresh start for him, but another kind of like a point to kind of kick on and try, drive his Liverpool career to the, to the next level, really. Yeah, for sure. He definitely. I think he got some unfair criticism um, towards the back of the last season, and I think it's just another. Also, it's another sign of the club just showing their faith in him and saying that he's the future for us. Yeah, so, he, yeah. Went, he went a little barren run, didn't he? But yeah, we're not worried about that. Obviously, we've got goals yeah. every for personal, personal. Um, View from himself, obviously, it will be getting, but as I said, the injuries, and I think he's got a clean, clean slate pieces apart from build up to this one. I'm not sure how long he's out now, but yeah, we haven't got a rushing back, so 
let's just get it fit as possible, man. It's a big long season, man. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Straight stuff, man. Yeah, man, he needs to get fit back on the pitch as soon as possible because I mean he's got an absolute belter of a song too. So it's um it's pretty pretty fun one to sing. So I'm looking forward to him getting back on the pitch as soon as possible. Yeah, Let's switch gears. Ah, uh, nah. I, I I gave you the the the, uh, the Birdman one earlier. That's that's fine. Um, <laughs> I won't too fair though. I was like singing. I was waiting for a meeting earlier at work today. Um, a little bit of an insight to how boring my work life is. Um, so we're just waiting for this like teams meeting to start, and I was like singing it then. And I'm pretty sure someone caught me singing it, so that was funny. Um, but yeah, let's switch gears. Talk about the Community Shield. Liverpool three, <laughs> Manchester City one. Um, Peter, I'll start off with you. Um, obviously, you did the world-renowned, um, award-winning cop and fracas post-match podcast at the weekend with uh, with Mr. Fahi. Um, what were you kind of like? Oh, Fahi, you got any words from Chris? Well, uh, that guy, that, that that guy knows not to speak too much on my name because. First of all, I'm surprised that the man in this group are giving him money for a fantasy fantasy league where it's cash up front. You don't know what's going on with that money. You don't know where that money's going. So, I mean... <laughs> well, he said he's a crook. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not going to comment on those things, <laughs> but... He's absolutely a crook. Um, <laughs> 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 nah, I'm only playing, or am I? Um, <laughs> obviously, you did the... Um, the post match pod. Um, if you do want to listen to that, it's scroll subscribe to the Patreon page today. Um, what were your kind of initial thoughts coming away from the game? And uh, the big one for me was kind of how quick we started and how we kind of like stop. Uh, uh, um, <coughs> let me just to get, get your point on this how we kind of started to funnel City's attacks through the middle, um, by pushing kind of Grealish and Maris a little bit more inside. Pause. Um, <coughs> sorry. So I think the main thing for me, like I was thinking, but on that Saturday, I was, obviously I was at home, and I was just thinking before this game, like what do I really want to see? And I really wanted to see just this Liverpool team kind of functioning on the same kind of levels that we were last season, and just playing mm-hmm. to a high level again. Just making sure that everything's okay. Like you know, when you go like I don't know to check up on your car and just make sure everything's working like the same. You know what I'm saying? Everything's like so. I work. What our players looking fit? What our defense was defense looking compact? Was midfield working? Was our attackers looking sharp? And everything it was all it was all the same. You know what I'm saying? We looked sharp and we looked fitter than Man City, and obviously we would because um, yeah, like obviously we were further along in our preseason than them. I know they've only had two games, and Pep obviously loves to do this thing where he doesn't like to um, have a lot of preseason games for them because he feels like they don't want to have like a fixture pile up at the beginning of the season or whatever. So we obviously looked, we were obviously fitter than them and sharper than them, and obviously it showed in the game. And like we started like a house on fire, like literally the first twenty minutes. I think I said on a, the um, the post match pod, I think Salah must have rinsed Cancelo about two or three times in just the first twenty minutes alone. Oh, that, that yeah, there was a cooking going on. There was a barbecue going on that pitch. That <laughs> left hand side was just getting popped about, and yeah, we looked sharp. Trent looked sharp, and yeah, our midfield as well. That game, that's how I want Fabinho to be looking in all the big games. Like I think last season we saw Fabinho kind of struggle sometimes in the big games because it felt like he was like an island alone and obviously mm-hmm. the players were kind of far from him. But I think Fabinho that game, he was sharp into the tackles. He was harrying Bernardo Silva, harrying the Brenner. Obviously the Brenner might have got past him one or two times, but Fabinho just looked like himself again. And obviously Thiago as well. Thiago just, uh, unreal. Oh, he just looks like a step above, doesn't he? It's so good. I mean, 
And I think the, the way that Fabinho was so comfortable because we were, we were playing in that double pivot for a lot of the yeah. time. Um, I just brought that extra kind of blanket of security. But Thiago defensively, I thought, was absolutely unbelievable. Um, kind of operating on that, on that side. Everything. Yeah, like, that the midfield was working how it wanted to work. I wanted to work. H- Henderson, he, yeah, he was he was on the ball. Oh, my God, he was so frustrating. Jesus Christ. Listen, but off the listen, ball, listen, he was... I, I tweet you. I tweeted the the the, the volleys were was, was somehow prevailing. He was actually getting in some like decent chances with the volleys. Well, the first like, half, I agree with you. We can't, defeat, we can't yeah, defeat this evil. But this is like this is the thing with Henderson though. Like, I mean, I I like your analogy there of basically having the ten point mo ten point mot check for um for the team kind of going into the season. So he's like everything's yeah. fine, but you might want to like you know keep an eye on your um you know right centre midfielder. It's looking a <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. You might want to replace that in the next kind of few months, kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> so it's not got the same drive as it used to. Um, yeah. And you can see it's it. not quite the same, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it's not quite. It's not quite the same. Um, you know, yeah. I don't know if you got the manufacturer warranty for that one, but you might want to get checked. Um, yeah, I mean, you can see how he's really effective, and then it gets to around about sixty minutes, and he. He's, he's just not got the legs for it anymore, which is a massive shame because you see how he performs in the first half. And yeah, it's not to the level as what you expect from Thiago on the opposite side, but he gets the job done. And when Harvey Elliott comes on, that lease of energy and that burst of energy to kind of help progress the attacks really just re- re- rejuvenizes that, that, that right-hand side. So it's one of the things yeah. where you can kind of see I mean, I'm not going to say that Hendo's. You can see where we can upgrade on, but like yeah, he's still, yeah. he's still, an, he's still an effective player for us, and he's still a valuable player for us. But yeah, also I don't want to touch on all the points. Cause I'll, I'll leave some of the points to Glam. But my main takeaways from that match is it's not that like I'm not coming out to say we're better than City now. We just beat them in the community show, blah blah blah. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's just to see that our team is oh, working. How, yeah, it's working how it should be, and that we played well. We look sharp for the season. That we're ready for. Um, the, the game coming. So, yeah, that's that's more my main takeaways from the game. But, yeah, I'll leave the rest of the points to Glenn. Thanks, mate. Very kind of you. Um, <laughs> thank you for me. But, no. <laughs> um, no, obviously, yeah, you probably covered may, may, the main points of um, Saturday. Um, I was really impressed with the intensity as well. But also the fact, like, let's be honest, man, like, we had Adrian in goal. Now, Adrian... Is I was of, waiting for this. <laughs> unorthodox keepers that you just worry every time the ball comes near you. I mean, he makes a good save that year, but then he makes saves sometimes. And it's, yeah, it was just one of them ones. And I, I was hoping, yeah, as long as I drew, I don't do anything silly, which he <laughs> attempted to do a few times uh, <laughs> with his passing. Other than that, besides that, yeah, I was really impressed with the team, man. I think the substitution for once, and was on clock substitutions. But that that sub that news and substitution, he came on at Ooh. the right moment and he just caused them problems. Like, you know what I mean? Obviously Bobby's not really a um in behind sort of plays, a link up played technically good. So he held up his mm-hmm. own well. But when they when we changed to that dimension, they couldn't handle it. I know you had the offside one when he's offside and you see it coming. I and mean, even before the build up, even the commentary of was talking about, yeah, nah, he's just been a handful. And you could just see it coming. He was, he was just making a nuisance of himself. And I was like, yeah, this guy is going to score today. I, I messaged um, one of the other pod guys. Hello, Anton. Um, oh. you know, <laughs> that being on him. And I said, this guy is going to be net, 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 net. That's all I said. And he said to me, his words, I quote, we don't need you to vouch for him because we can't take your vouching. Yeah? Cool. What <laughs> happens 10 minutes later? 
slaps in a goal. And no one could say anything. And you know what it is? I'm happy for Nunes because, and I, I can see his reaction. People say he's over the top, it's a community shield. But you've got to think about it. He, those little digs on the memes and stuff, yeah, yeah. they will be getting too naturally, innit? Regardless of how, how much a person you are, it will annoy you. And I think his reaction, shirt off, they're saying, no, acting like he's won the league. I think it's due to the fact, at the end of the day, what are you lot saying now? Everyone's talking about Haaland, what are you lot saying now? So I'm happy for him in that aspect at all. But yeah, brilliant. I wanted to win it. Um, I think City, yeah, they had two games, but City just couldn't live with us, to be honest with you. Let's be honest with you. Did anyone see when um, um, Nunes gave Walker a running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He let him go. Yeah, yeah. He, he, gave him, he gave him a run. Walker was blowing, absolute blowing. And then Salah just killed Cancelo. I think at one point, Cancelo was like, look at the touchline, like, Pep, I thought it was going to be 45 minutes for me today. <laughs> that's, that's how he looked. He, he, looked, he, looked, he looked shattered. Um, do you know what I mean? And obviously, um, the midfield boys, yeah, Thiago, listen, again, you know, you guys know me, I hold my hands up. I'm one of his main critics, but level, level above, levels above everybody else on that pitch. And as Chris said, he's defending. He won a ball back. I remember he won the ball back on a, on a far line and no one could get off it. It was by... Yeah. Um, Robertson's yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Won it back, held onto it in a short space where you have hardly anywhere to even vision a pass. He got out of it. I was like, fuck, you know. Oh, my God. Uh, did you guys see the video of him doing, like, the home workout where it was, like, a no, weird yeah, kind yeah. of ball That's control right. kind of thing? I was like, no wonder this guy is getting injured when he's, like, training at home. I was like... Is, <laughs> is it crazy? He's not like a bounce ball doing shuttle moves and then like quickly tapping the ball back to like his personal trainer or something. It's very I, impressive, but at the same time, can, I'm absolutely terrified. I can so. I can imagine, and I'm not a warm up person, but every time I see Sky Kid, when I go to a game watch Thiago, his warm ups I'll watch. If you watch him warm up, his technique is so stupid and effortless. He's yeah. like watching someone else at the same time he kicks the ball off. It's his warm-ups are wicked. You've got to watch him. Any listener that they ain't watch um, Thiago warm-up, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a sight to see, man. He, he's, he's superb. Technically, yeah, I can't say nothing bad about him right now, man. Long continue. Yeah. Proper, and, proper elegant footballer, man. Yeah, for sure. And one, I think one of the ways that obviously we obviously... I think we obviously now have this kind of way of playing City and is that we obviously we like to kind of... When we, we like to... Have them press us on one side, right? So have all their players come to press us on one side, and we do this kind of lovely big switch to the other side. Um, so when we do the switch to the other side, we'll maybe like I don't know, cross it in, or we'll do a pullback, and then we score from that. And we've seen it a lot of times. I said it on a post-match pod as well. I think um, so. The first time I saw it was when um, I think it was the game at Etihad when Sane and Aguero scored those goals, and it was like I think it was Trent done a switch to Robertson, and then Robertson crossed it in, and Firmino obviously tapped in that goal. And then the same thing happened at Etihad this season when um, I think it was Thiago that switched it to Trent and then Trent crossed it for Jota to score. And then again, again, this season, it's something I think Klopp and Klopp and Pep Linden's obviously been working on. And it's just that, obviously, when we obviously play these switches, I think City's wingers tend to switch off. So you have like Morris and Grealish and they don't get back in time. And it's just, you're yeah, able to... They're, they're not going to track back. You know? Yeah, they're not going to track back. But then you're able to kind of, um, what's it called, have like two, like two or three players on... And on one side, and then you're able to kind of uh, profit from that. So yeah, it's just a nice tactic that um, that I've seen Klopp and Pep kind of implement when we play City. Well, yeah, I, I think just to add on that as well, I just think now where they don't have Jesus and Sterling, I'm far more happier. What 
what they got coming off the bench. Because I don't think Grealish won't take on the wide players that are fullbacks of Sterling would. Um, Jesus is a nuisance. If you think of Jesus, he, he gets goals against us because he's a good player. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. He's got good movement. They don't have that no more in their arson. And I think it's going to come and bite them come end the season. I really do. It's not. It's no penetration, right, isn't it? So there's no players that like to run in behind. No, no, it's different. Grealish and Mahrez are both players that like the ball to feet, isn't it? They like the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna retain the ball. They're gonna try and drive it in. Um, Yeah, that's what. That's where that I think the. If they lost Bernardo, it'd be even more of a killer. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they can't bring that forward a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. If if they lose, I mean, me personally, sell him. Um, but for them, they need to keep all possible cost. Um, it was interesting though, like the game did change a little bit more into their favor, and obviously, you'd expect it to. When um, Alvarez and Foden came on, Foden. exactly just because of fitness levels, Foden, Foden was okay, but I think that Alvarez guy it just he looked it, the pace it's, it's just a threat. Do you know what? It's just a threat of both of those yeah, players man. running behind, and Alvarez was more so. Alvarez, obviously, kind of quick. Glam's Glam's been one of Alvarez's biggest yeah, supporters. Yeah. He's, he's vouched for him, but yeah, Alvarez was able to kind of run it behind and have that constant threat. And even you saw for their goal, it was kind of like a cross, and then Foden was able to kind of make that run, and then Foden obviously, um. Tap to Adrian, Adrian flump, um, like whatever done to the ball, and then they tapped it in. But yeah, it's that threatened behind Glenn. Yeah. You know about Alvarez, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I've watched him minimal times. I'm gonna say a lot, a lot. But when I even when I see his um his clicks of his goals, not many people. There's, there's not many people that flat goals in Argentina, and are not very technically good. Um, I just I just got a feeling this boy. Um, people looked at him and kind of obviously shun away. But, you know, I think he might... What do you think that is? Yeah, that's, that's the only thing. As I said, because obviously, I think with um, Argentinian football, it's one of those where if they're not if they're not overly, overly... Um, Hyped, you know, like name or something like that, yeah. Yeah, then it's not a thing. But Alvarez has been on the radar mm. a, a lot of the time. Obviously, you know, I play championship manager and everything else. And I've obviously... Football manager, not even championship manager, man. Yeah, Football. yeah, yeah. All right, mate. All right, mate. None of the adverts. We're not advertising there, bro. <laughs> It's um, true, and, and if the lovely people know. from Sports Interactive would like to advertise, please get in touch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But same as obviously, when I see a player, I always go look them up, just like with Vic Osterman, um and Nunes as well. Like I look them up, but the same with um, Alvarez, I get nothing but good feedback to give about it, the guy. And you know, I, I think he could be a goal scorer. And I just think with determination, people have overlooked him because his Harlan's come, but he might surprise one or two. He might surprise one or two, man. It'd be interesting, man. He's gonna. I think it's gonna be one of those names where you look at your fancy team, kind of um, mm. post World Cup, and you're there thinking, mm, Alvarez, like what, six point five, seven million? Yeah, could, could bang him in. But he's a good threat. I think we're in the league. I'm just saying that. Disclaimer. <laughs> um, we will discuss the main man, Liverpool's number twenty-seven, after this commercial messages. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. Um, 
Darwin Nunes comes off the bench, kind of we alluded to a little bit earlier on, and was causing absolute mayhem. Um, obviously, he probably wins the penalty if he's not that tiny bit offside. Um, Clear cut penalty for me. Um, I've seen them given so many times against us. I'd like to think they'd be given for us. Mm-hmm. Um, he absolutely cannons that one shot over on Edison's face, where I'm pretty sure. He's... Okay, so can I stop? You see the penalty? Yeah, the penalty is actually really good work originally from him. Because oh, yeah, he, I agree. Yeah, like and people are telling me that he's clumsy and he's this and he's not good technically, but he that's just really his feet really well. Yeah, that's really good work for a number nine. Like someone, I don't know who fires it into him. You guys might remember, but someone fires it into him and he has a great touch, has it out of his feet, and then Robertson. Uh, yeah, someone I don't know who it is, but maybe Robertson, and he kind of lays it off to Seller. And as soon as he lays it off to Seller, he doesn't admire his pass. He runs and literally runs straight to the box and is hungry for that goal. And obviously Salah puts it on his head, two pence on his yeah, head, and yeah. obviously that's when he wins the penalty. But yeah, it's just great hold-up play and great link-up play from Nunes. And this is the people, the person that everyone said that, I don't know, you know he's clumsy, he's messy, he's not good, he's horrible technically. Yeah, I'm saying, look at him. Look at him. Hey, man, listen, if you um, head over to YouTube and type in Darwin Nunez scouting report, cop and fracas, you can hear me and Ellis telling you all the good things about Darwin Nunez and how he has actually got some decent link-up play and he's pretty good technically. Um, so, you know, a little bit of a pat on the back, a little pat on the back there for me <laughs> and Ellis. Um, <laughs> so do give, do give that a little bit of a watch if you've got some spare time. Um, and the key, the key point for me, and glad I'll come to you, is that consistent threat. It's hard for me to not believe that this guy will not get goals in Liverpool shirt, considering how much, first of all, how much we create. And like you alluded to earlier on, those really clever runs, those direct runs, him being more of a threat in from behind, as opposed to Firmino, who kind of plays a lot in that midfield third. Yeah, no, 100%. And as I was saying, it'd be net, net, net for this guy. Because you're, you're in a team that creates chances. There's not many more people that come into the forward line and won't score goals. It'd just be a fair share, but what we've been looking for, what I think all Liverpool fans have been screaming out for, the natural, a number nine, sort of central striker, hold-up play, you know what I mean? Physically strong as well. And that many people don't know. You've got to remember, these pro players won't know much about him. So when someone comes new in the league as well, they only learn about someone through the course of the season. Now, with this guy, he will be surprising people in terms of, yeah, people bash his, oh yeah, it's tough. I've seen the memes, I've seen the clips, listen, you could, I could find many of other people, that's, it kind of works in our favour because people may be thinking, oh yeah, it's not all about him, but let me tell you now, on Saturday, people stood up, there's so much backtracking that people made comments about, there's so much, oh yeah, no, I didn't say he won't score a goal, just today he won't score as much um, in general, but people stood up and he made a presence he made his presence felt. His, his his runs. I was like, I, I was impressed. I was impressed. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie. I was impressed with his impact coming into the game in an English game as well. Um, yeah, Chris, man, I, I got nothing. I got nothing but um, admiration and praise for the guy. I actually like the guy. He's one of my favorite players already. That's like wow. one of one of my favorite players already. That's big, big praise. Man. You know how. Um, for the listeners, if you're new listeners, if you're old listeners, you already know. If you're a new listener, you you won't know how hard it is to win instant praise from Glam. It's took me four years of cultivating a good relationship with Glam on the pod to get some really good compliments. And this guy Nunes, yeah, comes in, same haircut, everything, and he's also happy <laughs> getting this praise. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I guess I need to get my XG up. That's fair enough. Um 
I'm just quickly going to go through the stats. I mean, obviously, it's a small sample size, but you know, his pass accuracy was 100%, which is absolutely hilarious. He wins the penalty uh, for, for Salah. Um, two, you know, two of his four shots were on target, 50% strike rate, if you can do basic math. Obviously, he scores the one goal. His XG is uh, 0.6, which, you know, in terms of clear cook chances, that's very good. And he has three big chances. I mean, it's just a really, really good performance, and it just accentuates every single thing that you like. Like you, like you alluded to, Glam, that Liverpool wanted from a number nine, and I think I'm really going to thrive with as we kind of put this next generation, this next evolution of the front three together. Peter, yeah. how are you thinking that's going to work then with the array of attacking options we've got? I mean, obviously we kind of alluded to Jota, uh, you know, a, a kind of a little bit of a Jota Nunez partnership. But I think the main person, obviously, will benefit is going to be Mohamed Salah. How do you think this new kind of evolution of the front three is going to benefit Darwin Nunez and Liverpool in the long term? Um, I I think it's going to benefit Liverpool because for many years, you obviously played with like uh, Firmino up front. You played with a, a false nine. You know what I'm saying? Someone who wants to kind of um, jump into yeah. midfield and kind of create overloads like in midfield. But this now we've got... a traditional, I would say a more traditional number nine, a proper number nine who just wants to like score goals and doesn't really care about kind of linking like kind of um you know what I'm saying dropping deep to help them feel the blah blah blah. So now you have someone who actually wants to occupy the, the six yard box. And if you see a Liverpool, we don't actually have many players that just want to occupy the six yard box. Like when like um when Mane and Salah got their goals, they're normally running from outside to in, or they're normally trying to cut in from the, their, their right-hand side or left-hand side and kind of slap a goal, you know what I'm saying? Or they're running from their kind of wing to kind of maybe get on the head or something like that. But now you have a striker who just wants to be inside that six-yard box. So if anything drops in that box, he's there. And there's loads of there's loads of chances for that, you know what I'm saying? Especially with the way Trent and Robertson play when they cross I was going to say, Trent wasn't, even, Trent wasn't even on the pitch when he came on. Yeah. That's 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 mad still. Oh, yeah, because Milner came on with him, innit? Milner came yeah. on, man, with a beard, yeah, the grizzled veteran. And obviously, like we saw with Robertson, when Nunez's goal comes from obviously <coughs> Robertson pulling it back for him. So again, we have a traditional number nine who is going to eat so many goals from that. But yeah, it's just yeah, I'm happy to have another person who, like you said, like is just hungry for goals and just wants to get goals. So yeah, and I don't know, I'm going to go on a bit of tangent here, but it was just like the thing about me on Saturday. Was that like okay, cool? Like it was kind of like the Harlem versus Nunes thing, and it was like okay, everyone's saying that Harlem is this complete striker who's great at everything, who has fantastic link up play, who could score all of these goals, and Nunes is going to be the one that struggles. Nunes is going to be the one that has horrid technical play. Nunes is the one that can't pass his teammates. Blah blah blah. Does like these t- weird step overs. Has caterpillars as his bloody football boots or whatever, as they were saying. But like, even Tim's on Caterpillars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But then you saw on, on, on Sunday, and I don't have any beef with um, Haaland. It's just that, like, Haaland is not this complete striker. He's literally 22, 23 years old. The only complete strikers in the world are literally like Benzema Lewandowski. Haaland has stuff to work on in his game. You know what I'm saying? You saw it. Literally, he was, couldn't get no change from Van Dijk. Van Dijk had Haaland in his pocket the whole game. And it's... Yeah, he has... Haaland has stuff to work on the same way Nunes has stuff to work on. And I feel like people kind of overstated Haaland's link-up play and downplayed Nunes' link-up play. And you saw on Sunday, they're both just decent at it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think both are amazing technically. I don't think both are horrible technically. They're both just decent technically. But the main thing for them is that they want to get their goals. And they get their goals through smart movement, through being a nuisance. And you know what I'm saying? On Sunday, um, it was Nunes' day. But like, let's not try and downplay Nunes because Haaland's at City and Haaland's meant to be this, like, I don't know, complete striker, mm-hmm. but he's not. They both have stuff to work on and they're both going to be good strikers and they're both going to get goals. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I don't like the way people are talking down on Nunes' name and hopefully Sunday was kind of like a, 
Um, yeah. that's to them, you know what I'm saying, to show that Nunes is here to stay and Nunes want to get a lot of goals in this Liverpool team. I mean, we're a team that creates loads of chances. Like, if you really think that Nunes is not going to get any goals in this team, then you're you're stupid. You're you're very stupid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and all of our attackers get goals. Even Firmino will get double figures at least. So yeah, it's just it, that for me it was just stupid. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and I, and I think when you look, at, it's, it's just about um, with the Harlan Nunes thing. It's the fact of you got to. Um, take consideration, Liverpool are not the most liked team. Um, so people are going to naturally hate. They don't want us to do well. Cause they said it about Van Dijk as well, these price tags. Um, yeah. But the difference is, you know, Harlem was slapping in Austria. Cool. Harlem was slapping in Germany. You know what I mean? When I hear Nuno in Portugal, I'm not being funny, but you know what I mean? Reese Nelson has gone to German league and scored goals. You know? Um, <laughs> Did the so, man raise his good points? <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not... Let's not discredit one and then credit the other. Like, in the day, Harlan, yeah, and Harlan done it in the Champions League. Nunes done it in the Champions League. So, do you know what I mean? This is this is, this is is where some people's contradiction doesn't even make sense, but I just leave them to it. It's all about just... just it's, he's a Liverpool guy. Liverpool have got him. And they'd rather hate on him than rather City. That's all it is, bro. But you made valid points. Like, they both need to improve. They're both of a similar age. Do you know what I mean, they're both very, very good young strikers. So okay. you're added, Pete. I couldn't agree more. Um, I think it's that weird weight of expectation that we put on, obviously, young players to be the, the finished article from such an, an early point in, in their career when, you know, I mean, they've all got stuff to work on. Um, you know, I think the only pink person you'd probably say is close to the finished thing is probably Mbappe. I mean, I look at Trent. I think Trent's pretty much almost a complete player, but he's still got stuff he needs to work on. Yeah. They've all got stuff that they need to work on. It'd be absolutely crazy to think that someone is the finished article, uh, you know, 23, 24, 20, 22, 23, 24. So, um, so yeah, man, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see how they both kind of develop. I mean, yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, there was a little bit of me the kind of thinking, watching Harlan, think, looking at him thinking, yeah, you're not going up against the Bundesliga centre-backs anymore. Yes, we, you know, Liverpool play with a higher line, but yeah. when you're coming up against two phenomenal uh, and then they were phenomenal at the weekend. I thought, um, you know, Virgil and Matip. When you're getting, you know, bodied by two two good guys like that, it's going to be long for you, man. And yeah. the, you know, the, the centre backs in our league, in this but league, they're a lot more fair, physical. He's, he's not playing against Van Dijk every week, though. To be fair, to yeah, him. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to find it really interesting how he how he goes up against. I don't know. Um, Tim Ream. <laughs> he should be either against. Think about Palace, though. How is he going to go up against like Gay and guys like that? I'm just like really yeah. interested, like little, little, little. They're gonna want to. They're gonna want to like impress. And the worst, and the worst thing about it, he, he Harlan had two chances that he should have scored and he didn't. Yeah. But then mm. these are these are the same mims that are going on about Nunes. Oh, he missed from there, missed from there, and I don't hear a word of it at all. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, if, if 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 I didn't watch football before, and you told me, oh, go and watch that game on Saturday, and I'm looking at both, I'm looking at saying, yeah, that guy Nunes. That guy must be the top striker out of the two that people are talking <laughs> about. Do you know what I mean? That's what I would say to you, watching the both of them. And that guy, yeah. Nunes, came on, what, 62, 63 minutes, 67, whatever it was. The other guy started the whole 90 minutes. That's what yeah. I would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do think both will do well, but it's just the fact that you just don't listen to these, these like agendas and these people that, that, that talk on Twitter and they talk on social media about this is the player and that, that's the person rubbish. But like, let's, let's see in real life, you know what I'm saying? Let's see... In real life, actually, what happens? But yeah, another point I wanted to kind of touch on. I don't know before we move off this was the subs. The subs are really good, and obviously, Glenn mentioned I was that. Be on, 
was going to be my next point, so that's a fantastic segue. <laughs> yeah, like, I think, okay, so I'll touch on Cavalio. I think Cavalio was like, he was great when he came on. I think people, a lot people didn't realise the Nunes goal. He was the one that pressed, I don't know, he pressed someone, he won the ball back, he gave yeah. it to Keita, then Keita gave it back to him, and Cavalio was really composed and then gave it to Salah, and obviously Salah gave that crossing. But, yeah, it was like a fresh injection, um, yeah. Cavalio, to that game. Um, you saw that his composure on the ball, you saw him, he's able to press and, yeah, I just feel like some really good cameos, really good cameos from Elliot as well, Milner, but yeah. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Carvalho's movement, I think, is the most surprising thing for me. Um, you know, we're kind of like talking about, you know, players' development. To have that at such a young age is really impressive. Um, and I initially thought he'd probably come in, not play that many games. I think he'll play more games than we think. Uh, yeah. Just for, just for the simple fact that it's five subs now, um, which will definitely help. It'll help, it'll help him a lot. I think it'll help Elliot a lot. I think, but I think Elliot will probably start more games just for the defenses on that right-hand side. But no, man. Yeah, um, I think every single one of those subs um, were, were pretty spot on. They all helped change the course of the game. They brought the right amount of energy we needed too. So it's really encouraging seeing how we're going to use those and utilise that five subs going into the rest of the season. Well, going into the season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, like, like we said, the Henderson, obviously, his legs are declining. So it's helpful to have someone like Elliot you can bring on who, when people are tired, you know what I'm saying, you have someone who's sh- as sharp as Elliot is. I saw him winning the ball back on the edge of our box against Man City, and I was just, I was so surprised I saw Elliot winning the ball back. But yeah, um, yeah. I want to start him, kid. I want to start him. He's incisive. I think at some point in the season, probably we'll get to that stage when he's able to start. But he's incisive passing. He's able to kind of go past players when people are tired. And yeah, he, he looks really sharp. And Milner, to be fair to him as well, Milner came on and looked good as well. That's all yeah, we can't yeah, beat. Yeah, we can't yeah, beat Milner. I don't mind Milner in a, in a right back position. I can't lie. He's, 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 yeah, um, man, we cannot, we cannot replace him. But yeah, now the substitution, you both right. The substitutions were good subs, and it's good to see Carvalho. And it's just nice to see a mixture. Like we got young, fresh, talented players, and we got. Experience it's it, 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 it's a, it's it's a joy to watch, man. It's a joy to watch. I can't lie. I'm looking forward to the Fulham game on um Saturday. I know Chris can touch it, but I'm looking forward to that one. Last thing before we do uh, head over to the Fulham game, just do a quick preview of that. Um, it, it's fantastic to see Salah in that form this early in the season, looking like um the Salah that we you know came to love and uh, well, I said came to love, um, which is absolutely kind of in love with for the beginning of last season the pace was there the playmaking bag is just it's just oh, it's, it's ridiculous at this point um some of the you know kind of starter balls he's playing and then you know the way he can, can drive in uh it's looking like it's going to be another fantastic season for him going forward and i'm, I'm really excited yeah for sure this is this is normal for seller um and he always starts season sharp like this is normal like Every season, he always comes with a point to prove that I want to be better than last season. I want to be, I want to be the player of the year this season. And then yeah, he just always starts sharp. And I think when he's playing like this, he's definitely like, for me, maybe other than Kevin De Bruyne, he's like the best player in the Premier League because everything he's doing is like gold. Like he's either, yeah, you know I'm saying, getting past his fullback, getting a shot off, or he's putting on the plate for someone. Like you said, his playmaking bag is really underrated. Like people are like, I don't think people appreciate how much like he's able to kind of um, create chances for other players. Like you saw last season, I think he got double figures and assists in the Premier League. I think he got like eleven or twelve assists in the Premier League. So, yeah, um, I can't wait for his start to the season. He's def- he's, he's going to be my captain on fantasy football team definitely for the start of the season. <laughs> well, yeah, nah, Mo, uh, um, I love him again. Can't lie. Oh, really? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's my he's my guy again. When I 
Because when um, I was telling Chris last week, um, I was so out of touch everything going on in my personal life. I didn't realise he signed a new deal. I had to double-check and answer somebody. Oh, I swear. Yeah, I missed it completely. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. I had to message my mate, I signed a sign the new deal with Liverpool. Like, yeah. I was like, what? From then, me and him are good again, man. There's no more uncertainty, no more that, like, dragging through the mortgage just football. Listen, he's my guy again. I, I don't you know you guys know. got a toxic relationship. You understand that? Yeah, yeah, no, it's <laughs> that, bro. Possibly gone. Even if it, even if it makes a mistake, I won't be. I right. how I how I am with him before. You see a different new side of me. I, he's on my side again, man. Because I want to just sign the deal, settle down, get your football. Now you can just see him. Now he ain't got to worry about that. He knows he's at Liverpool. Play your football, bro. Play your football, man. And that's what I like to see. And I think everyone. It's a, it's a good feel factor at Liverpool now, man. Everyone's signing. People that want to be there are there. People that have gone, they've gone. Like, nah, man, I mean, Klopp signed a new deal. There's a, there's a real vibrancy about it. And obviously, Salah was just on real on um, Saturday. It's not even a fact of the fact of his, um, he had to score or anything like that. His whole gameplay, his whole um, link-up play, his hold-up play, his in-behind running at players, mate, with red boots. Hey, listen, <laughs> he was on stuff, but nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Both, both my guy again. Fire, be happy to hear. And, and Mush... I, I I love to hear it, man. See, I this, this positivity from Glam, it's it's infectious, you know. It's got me ready for Saturday, half twelve. Bring it on, you know. So let's um, so let's get stuck into it. Um, first game of the season we could be comedy. I don't think it will be. Um, I mean, Palace Arsenal that always kind of jucks up a few um decent decent surprise results there. Um, obviously half twelve kickoff, which I'm quite surprised at. Um, away at Fulham. Could does have the hallmarks of a little bit of a tricky fixture, recently promoted team. But from what we saw on Saturday, you've got to be really confident going into it. Um, obviously, Fulham, I don't particularly know that much about Fulham. I, I won't, you know, be one to admit that I'm, uh, you know, Fulham curious, etc. But, um, I just saw that they've um brought Burnt Leno from Arsenal, so that's a bit of a that's a bit of an interesting signing for them to go in goal. Um, but apart from that, they've not really made um that many waves in terms of the transfer market, it's more their outgoings that are more interested than their incomings. I mean, Jean-Michel Sherry has gone to Hull, which is flop. weird. Uh, massive flop. Um, I remember when people wanted us to sign him. That's um, yeah, yeah. Um, a bullet dodge. Uh, Guisa, I know Yaki's a big fan. Uh, Napoli on a permanent deal. And you got guys like, you know, Cyrus Christie, Alfie Mawson, leaving on freeze. So it's, it's just a, Oh, uh, to be fair, a lot of them were on loan last season. So I know Greece was on loan last season. Mm. I think Christie might have been on loan last season. So yeah, the Mawson them... one's really interesting because that yeah. guy was um... a Swansea. He's been a Swansea, right? Yeah, he was. He was a lot of money, if I remember yeah, rightly. He was, like yeah, yeah, quid, like he was highly rated, man. Yeah, I, obviously, I know we obviously know about um, their manager Silva, who's obviously the ex um, Everton manager. Um, and obviously, he obviously likes to play kind of attractive yeah. football. To be fair to him, he does like to play attractive football, yeah. and he does yeah. like to have played this kind of like passing, um, attacking football. So, yeah, I think last season they obviously played with like Kyrie Wilson, Mitrovic, um, Cavalio, and they had like quite an attacking team. But obviously, now they've lost um, Cavalio, it'd be interesting to see how they kind of fill that void because he was obviously one of their brightest sparks in their team. And Cavalio. obviously, our Cavalio, no, Cavalio I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, um, the other guy, 
Cavalli, the um, there's another guy there, the um, winger there. Oh, Caviero. Oh, oh, that's, oh that's yeah, it. yeah, that's it, that's it, Caviero. That's it. But yeah, and obviously Mitrovic obviously had broke the record in the championship last season, but struggles to do anything in the Premier League. So, <laughs> always. All right, well, right, let's 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 play Mitrovic Premier League bingo. What are we thinking is going to score? Uh, I think he gets around. like six goals. He gets like six or seven goals. <laughs> Two. Yeah, two. <laughs> yeah. Like, didn't he get like forty something goals in the championship last season or something he like that? He was stupid. He went back to the championship. When he comes up, the guy can't. Oh, he just he's small time a... bully, man. Small time bully. This guy scored forty three goals in four yeah. appearances, taking Jesus absolute So that means he scored eight goals in the league next season. Yeah, um, <laughs> five, five of them will be pennies as well. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> But, I do like I do like their left back Anthony Robertson though. I think Robertson's a good player. American player. Yeah, is he the guy that was at Everton? Yeah. Originally. Yeah. Um they got some they got some like interesting players when you kind of look at it. Like I um, Adi Adabore. No, I'm not gonna I can't pronounce that. Tossin. Tossin. Yeah. Tossin. Yeah. There we go. He's yeah. I, I've I've always rated him quite a lot. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, know Kevin and Babu. Found yeah, FM yeah, right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. gone to as well. But ultimately... Oh, from Wolfsburg, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Leno's a good signing, but yeah, we should yeah. have two. To be fair, they've got some good signings. Leno and Babu and Jalpolino, they're quite good signings, to be fair. Mm. But yeah, it's obviously, they've still got like the kind of things that kind of... Um, they've still got like Kenny the Tim Reeves of the world. Yeah, just them type of players. Obviously, I know they got Chabala. I think Chabala's their captain. I'm not sure, but yeah. But yeah, it's nothing to worry worry about. I'll, again, people like um, Tim Ream, you just want to see Nunes up against that, that type of player. You want to see Salah giving Robertson a tough time. Kenny Tete, if he plays against Diaz, good luck to him. But yeah, like nothing <laughs> to really worry about. Yeah, for sure. And right well, he's now, always the, I think it's the thing for me. It's always like the the unknown. Well, not, it's, it's kind of is an unknown quantity. You know, when they lose, kind of a lot of their initial threat in, in Carvalho, which really comes into your own team. Um, for this season, you, you don't particularly know how they're going to kind of set up and operate. But I mean, yeah. uh, you know, how many years in a row now have we played a recently promoted team? Obviously, it's always mainly in Anfield, but we always seem to kind of like you know, just the, the class always shines through. Basically, it seems to be always the top level championship teams that we, we do play. So it's it'll be it'll definitely be an interesting game. Um, how do you guys see us set it out in terms of front three? Because I think it's going to be an interesting battle to see. Obviously, who starts up front? Um, I think it'll be Diaz and Salah on the other, on the opposite sides. And obviously, the other question is just in the mid- midfield, really. So, what are you guys thinking in terms of potential starting 11s? And you know, Touchwood, uh, Allison is back yeah. for the game as well, which he um, reportedly is. Yeah, um, I'm going to I'm going to say the same. Allison and Gold with the same back back line as they had on um, Saturday. Um, likely to be the same midfield three as well. Um, I don't know if he will start Harvey Elliott instead of um Henderson, but probably not. And then I think they'll be the same front three as well. That'll start for me, Neo Diaz, yeah. and Salah. I agree. I don't think I, I don't think Nunes will be plunging like that. We don't do it that way. And plus, you know, it's it's not a banana skin at the same time. First game of the season, let's just go with what we've got. You know, what I mean, bending Nunes. I'd be surprised if he starts, but yeah, I'll go with the same team Saturday with um, Allison. Personally, for me, I would swap Henderson for Elliot. I would let Elliot go against his old boys. Go on, mate. You go impress, and I think he would, but probably won't be that case. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Glam. I think it'll probably be the same team. I think, obviously, yeah, Firmino will start. To be fair, Firmino did look kind of sharp, to be fair. I looked like the old kind of Firmino of, like, returning the ball, popping up yeah. in different areas, helping, obviously, I'm in field. And yeah, he, looked, he looked sharp, to be fair to him. So, yeah, probably the same team, definitely. Do you know what? I was surprised that Matip did start ahead of Konate in that community shield, you know? Was you guys? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was thinking Konate would... Um, would be the one. I'll be honest with you. Because yes, the way yes. the season, I think obviously guy forward obviously be Van Dyke and Konate. But yes. after the game, I'm I'm glad he went with Matip because Matip he's just he's he's just he's just, he's just, he's just something else. Uh, mate, I don't <laughs> care who starts like the whole four, but when you got when you got Matip and Van Dyke and they play like that, mate, long it may continue, man. Let the two young <laughs> boys sit on the bench and then when you're ready, you get your games. But yeah, Matip so he's so assured, man. He's so assured. It's confidence, man. He's just yeah. statu- st- the stature he kind of like kind of plays with on the pitch is just um yeah, you, you you like to see it. Just quite quick looking for Fulham's team news, like our kind of like early team news. So apparently uh Shallabur is a doubt, um, and they're definitely about Joe Bryan and Harry Wilson, which is interesting. Um oh. and Bab and Babu may get the start ahead of Kenny Tete at right back um after he played against Villarreal. Um and um they're expecting uh, Palinia and Andreas Pereira, formerly of Manchester United, to start, and they play with a they, they play four two three one, right? Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting formation to go up against us when you think about it as well. Yeah, that's silver. Isn't it? Silver is an attacking coach. If they yeah. if they go toe to toe, then yeah, we'll win. See you later. I, I do remember obviously a few of the previous visits to um, Craven Cottage. Um, under Parker, they did give us um, a bit of a surprise. Oh, hell. That, that 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 lockdown game we were playing. Fuck oh, yeah! But yeah, we can put it down to no fans. Um, but yeah, no. Saturday, I just I'll just start the season. I just want to win. I'm not going to be greedy and say I want to slap in. But listen, you know, what I mean, build on that, build on the city. I want to win. That that Fulham team, it's a different team though. So like the reason why I gave it problems because that Fulham team was more direct and they were a lot quicker. So you remember then they had Lookman, they had Bobby Reed, and they had Josh Tradger. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had Tradger, Reed, and Lookman. That's literally a front three that loved to play on a counter attack all day. You know what I'm saying? But now you bring in like um, Mitrovic. Mitrovic can't run in behind. He's not quicker than Van Dijk or Matip or Kanata, whoever you want to. Wilson's not fast. I know Wilson's not going to play, but he's not pretty quick. Cabana's not pretty quick. So Reed is the only one. So yeah, this this team obviously is a different team, and like Mitrovic. You really shouldn't really get any change from our centre backs, really. No. All I really remember from from that game that we played against them was they brought on some like massive fella pause, and he was out of breath within like five minutes. Oh, that's the game that's... at Craven Cottage. Yeah. Was it, I oh, think yeah, it was like Kamara. Was it Kamara? That guy. Yeah. Was... Yeah. <laughs> that guy was fucking. He came on five minutes late. He was goosed. I was like, Jesus, what's going on? Um, heartbreaking to see they, they got rid of um, probably one of the worst players I've ever seen in Dennis Adoy. Um, you know, we wish him well wherever he is at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, quick early score prediction. I'm going to go for a little little 2 0. What are you guys thinking? Uh, I'll go 3 1. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go with Pete as well. Uh, three one. There's gonna be a. It's gonna come either 
they go one new up, or it's gonna be where it's one one. It's gonna be one of them sort of yeah, Saturday afternoons. I can see it. I can just see it, but we win in the end, yeah. I'm gonna say three or four one. The Saturday midday kickoff. Oh, Craven Cosh's hopefully probably will be bouncing, but the Reds will persevere. Um for more, obviously in-depth analysis on the preview for this game and of course the post-match pod, the award-winning the world-renowned post-match pod, head over to the Patreon page and subscribe from just £3 a month today. That is www.patreon.com forward slash cop and fracas. Really good pod. I'm, I'm really happy with how that went. Um, any party notes for the listeners before we head off? Um, just that I'm number one. Thank you. Number one at what? <laughs> Losing the listeners? Okay, fair enough. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, no, nah, nothing. Nah, um, the only thing I would say, Liverpool winning the league. Remember, I said it. Um, it won't be a tight title race to the end, but we're winning the league. Absolutely winning the league this season. I absolutely love the confidence. Um, I also think we're going to prevail in the league this season. Um, I think if there's one thing that uh forces Liverpool team to do better and push on it is heartbreak and uh, hopefully it can excel them to another league title and the best place to have all that coverage for this upcoming season is here at Copper Fracker so thank you very much for tuning in to all of our coverage during this kind of weird off-season pre-season uh, massive congrats to the England women's team for uh, winning the Euros bringing it home well done we'd have also done the same if Saka put the ball in the back of the net but yeah can't all um can't all be heroes, can we? Um, oh, before we do leave, uh, did you see the video of um, Arsenal replicating the uh, me- well maligned Anfield atmosphere uh, and then get slapped up, slapped up uh, with four 0 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see it, man? No, I didn't see it, man. Basically, like they're also training. They're about to play us at Anfield. You know the game at Anfield, and um, Arteta was that like, teacher assistant and whatever. Like, let's have speakers on the training ground and let's blast out um, You Never Walk Alone so that, like, they have the feel of Anfield. Like, he yeah. said, like, when he was at Anfield, that's, there was one time where he kind of, like, just got absolutely blammed and, like, all he saw was, like, red shirts and yeah. people screaming at him and, like, he just had a nightmare. So he wanted to kind of replicate that at um, their training ground and then, yeah, they end up getting blammed for a deal. And there's that. <laughs> what he wanted to stop actually happened because I remember that game at Anfield. I'll tell, I mean, Arsenal were actually playing quite well in that first half. And, like, um, they were competing with us. And then I think on the touchline, Klopp and Arteta had this little spat. You remember, like, Arteta went at yes. Klopp. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, the ground just got amped. And then we just started popping them. And then, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost, you lost. Uh, what, we did, what, we, what we did to them in that second half was disgusting, man. Um, yeah. In terms of kind of counter-pressing. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Ben, ben White is still picking the grass out of his teeth from how Jota sat him on his ass. Um so yeah, man. I yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that um, that Arsenal series. It should be. Um, it's probably probably not in the comedy of not in the category of comedy, but I mean, it'll, it'll be a funny watch too for everyone involved. But yeah, that has been an episode of Copper Fracas for this week. Season kicks off this weekend. You know where the best coverage is. You know where the best LFC podcasters are week in, week out. Well, most part week in, week out. Um, we can't all be me and Peter at the end of the day, can we? Um, but yeah, you know where the best the best uh, podcasting is. Thank you for tuning in. Stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.